Hey guys, welcome to the Asian Hustle Network podcast. My name is Brian. And my name is Maggie. And we interview Asian entrepreneurs around the world to amplify their voices and empower Asians to pursue their dreams and goals. We believe that each person has a message and a unique story from their entrepreneurial journey that they can share with all of us. My name is Misa Chen, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Autopilot Reviews. I'm here today with Asian Hustle Network, and we're interviewing Celeste Perez. She's the founder of Droplet, a self-care drink, as well as well-fed, a branding studio. So you got in last night. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like the analogy that you used when we last had our phone call prepping for this interview. You said something like, as an entrepreneur, you can't really fight the current of where life is taking you. And you can determine where the water flows in a way, but if it's going a certain way, you can't fully block the flow of that river. That's how you feel right now in both your personal and work life, right? Yes, like when it rains, it pours. Oh, <laughs> and especially if these are the elements. There are things that you just sometimes just can't change. There's a lot of things you can't control. I think that is water. And it's just so much more doable when you're ready to go with the flow, mm. when you're ready to surrender. That's a Bruce Lee quote, right? Yeah. Where he's go with the way of the water. And I was just telling you, it's like my favorite, one of my favorite Disney songs is Just Around the River Band by Pocahontas. <laughs> and it's so cute because it's just, she's so hopeful. She's like, what is around the What's river band? What's going to happen next? Yeah, she's like, like entrepreneurial I, empire. exactly. It's, that's how you have to operate. You have to operate with that kind of hope. This ship isn't like, you got to keep swimming. You got to have to keep rowing. But if you go with the flow, if the door's still open and things like that, then it's just what comes next. And that's something that's exciting and I feel optimistic about. That's great given to that surrendering? Like, how do you fought it in the be- fight it in the beginning and then learn to surrender with time? Oh yeah. Both I, personally <laughs> and work-wise? Yes, when I say I fought it in the beginning, I mean, I'm the kind of person, I've always had goals. I've, I was always gonna be this, right? And so you have this idea that it's going to happen this way. You set everything up. And especially for me, I am a solo on both sides, solo founder, solo leader to be real with you. Like I have some great teams, but when, if we're driving, a lot of this has to happen from me and I'm responsible for how it goes for everybody. Long story short, when you've had to deal with so much and you're literally just like universe WTF, there's no other choice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like you're seeing the way the water's going. You're like, okay, I'm just going to flow with it. Yeah. I'm tired of yeah. fighting against the current, swimming against the current. Yeah. And for me, especially at the beginning of Droplet, mm-hmm. it, I, or it, actually this is a theme throughout my entire career. I was, I graduated right into the recession. I sent my resume out to hundreds of jobs, wasn't getting anything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, if that's going to be the case, do I spend more time and effort doing this? Or do I switch? Do I find something where at least the doors will open? And that's how entrepreneurship has been for me. Like when I started Droplet, it was, <laughs> we thought it would be super cute to launch on the same day as International Women's Day. Oh, I love that. Yeah, but that's March 8th. So <laughs> March 8th. That is way past, that ship has passed. Yeah, March 8th, 2020 was, wow. yeah. So in the morning, it was like, we launched this. And in the evening, it was like, okay, I'll see you in two weeks. That's the pandemic started on us. And there were all best laid plans, right? There was all this stuff that I thought could have happened and would have and should have. And had I held on to it, we're three years out of there now. And I'm still playing. There is a road we could have gone down and there's a road we had to go down. And if I was, if I was upset that things didn't go the way they did, I wouldn't have been able to do everything I have. There, the resistance would have stopped me from recognizing that everything that did come to us was an opportunity to be creative. 
Yeah, and I think it's super interesting because with Droplet, I was reading the biography of the Droplet. You guys are in over 400 stores. You guys are in Erewhon, which is one of my favorite supermarkets. <laughs> Bevmo. On paper, you are crushing it. But I think it's very interesting because when I said that, immediately you were like, yeah, on paper. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about that? Gosh, we've had so many amazing opportunities. So many. And it's just been so great. But we've done that, and it's funny, I use the royal we, but it's just like, it's a 1.5 person team. There's nobody on here that's, like I said, there's not a W2 situation here. It's literally 1.5 people making Droplet happen. And that limits us a lot. And that's why I'm like looking, and it's hard to not compare, right? I know what we were, the hand we were dealt, and this is as much as we can do with it. I know what I've gone through in the past few years. I've dealt with a lot emotionally. I've dealt with a lot, and especially with having to run two businesses at the same time. I just look at it and I'm just like, there's so much we could be doing, and this is what I can do right now. This is as much as I can do and I can handle. And though I wish I had the resources to do more, that's what gets me a little bit down about it. But that's not to like discredit that we have had some really cool things happen for us. And how have you, I think one of the most interesting and fascinating things is that with your success, you've been a solo founder for both WellFed and for Droplet. For others who are finding themselves in that position that they have to be a solo founder, that they haven't found a co-founder, that they want to go that route, how have you gotten through these difficult times, both personally and work-wise? A lot of support. On the well-fed side, I have a lot of support. I'm a really great team, amazing, talented. We call ourselves Swiss Army Wives. <laughs> Swiss Army Knives. But since a lot of us are women or women oh, identifying, we're Swiss Army Wives. And that means everyone can do a lot of different things. And so that support, especially as we've grown in the past few years, has been super helpful. And on the droplet side, like everyone who helped me start the company set me up for being able to run it the way we do. Set me up for having this amazing product, being in the cool places and just being able to tell a good story. But now it's just been me for a while. And, and really what helps is that you have to know your weakness, like you have to know your strengths and weaknesses. And one of the things is you have to be really real with yourself mm. about what you can do. Look yourself in the mirror yeah. and be like, this is me. Yeah. I've got weaknesses. I've got strengths. Maybe build out the team based on my weaknesses. Yeah. Is that kind of what you do? Regularly? Yeah. That as well as just knowing what my limit is. And as an entrepreneur, I think that's actually what you should know is when it gets hard, like it gets hard. My studio is remote. Everyone is either based here, Australia, New Zealand, New York, London. We're all on different time zones. And if I want to work with everybody, that means I start at four. That means I put in a full day before then and then start at four if wow. I want to work with my team. And that takes a lot, but I know that sacrifice is worth it. And, and it just, it's, and that's the thing. That's my limit, right? And if it wasn't something that was super fulfilling, I don't think that this would be, it's not sustainable to live yeah. this way but it's fulfilling. Both of the things I do are super, like I am so proud of both of them. It's just that it does take a lot and it's a sacrifice. And that was a sacrifice I had to make. I had to make a lot of choices to do this. And if I didn't like what, if I didn't like either of them very much, I don't think we'd be down the well-fed road eight years and the droplet road three at this mm -hmm. point. Yeah, that, that passion is so key to drive you because man, it's more than just 40 hour weeks. Oh yeah. This is what we were saying, like as a founder and also having been just solo since graduation, it's what could we pivot into doing and, and as never having had or been a W2 employee, it's like, 
what employer would deserve this level of dedication? That's what's been interesting for me to think about a little bit. Sometimes it does get hard and I'm like, okay, what next? But then I'm like, no, this next. This is what I want to do. Yeah, I, we were just talking like how you launched on Women's Day 2020 <laughs> and then just you had this whole plan on the launch and then eventually yeah. got put in. What was going through your mind when you had this plan and then suddenly it didn't go as planned with the launch of the drink? When I say it didn't go as planned and when I say we had to go with the flow, like if I told you everything we went through, just those first two weeks, you'd be like, yeah, there's, those are signs. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about astrology. Right, right? those are signs. Oh, yeah. The senior astrologer. <laughs> yeah. That, that it was going to be a tough couple of years. Yeah, they said it's going to be four years. And I was like, okay, I'm... A long time. Yeah, and I was like, but because I expected it, it wasn't me that fighting it. Yeah, it was, it was a really good awareness thing. It's actually, we, it was so impactful for me that every single can now has like when the moon what like where the moon was when we canned it on the bottom Ooh, yes and they each have their own personality which is super interesting and I, it's funny but but yeah like just those first two weeks we wanted to be in a trade show we set it up we went all the way to anaheim and then as soon as we finished 5 p.m from 6 a.m to 5 p.m putting this thing together they were like hey this show's canceled oh because of covid yeah, I had to drive right back and take it down. And oh, and you had put your life savings in Oh, yes. Well. And that's actually, if we want to talk about that, what made me start Droplet? Yes. Um, go into that. You know, Well Fed is, we have been doing this now for eight years and completely organically have just built a really great client list. Mm -hmm. We create brands for others. And those included some really big dream companies and some companies that didn't quite get the dream. And I was actually in a couple of disputes over payment. I was out almost six figures and that was completely unfair. Like the legal was, I just couldn't believe that people would do this. I actually started freelances in free California, which is a law that they have in New York. If you've paid somebody over $500 to do something, you're legally required to pay them because there's actually a lot of laws that protect like employed people, but not people who do freelance work, That's contractors. So and so for me, that, that was what changed the game where I was like, I'm down six negative six, and I, I did all this amazing stuff. And even to this day, I'm just like, that brand's still out there. They're making money. Like, how fair is that? And yeah, that's and money off of your own work. Yes, out of stuff with. that came out of my brain that we created so from personal. nothing. That's what's so hard about design. It comes from you. And so I just, I need to shut this down. We need to fire the bad clients and take that risk. And we need to start something for ourselves. Mm. So... Number one, I was already in the hole. Number two, I was like, I have these savings. And I'm just gonna tell you as a freelancer, to have a 401k is already a big deal. And I was like, no, now's the time. If I really believe in myself, I'm gonna make this money back. And it wasn't a lot. I took the 401k out and I was like, okay, from this is what we've got. This is our little nugget. And I have to make this company fast and it has to start making money fast. That's it, like that's my limit. And when everything fell apart those first few weeks, I really just could not. Did, did you doubt that path that had manifested for you with the drink? You did know, you, were you doubting yourself or were you just, this is part of entrepreneurship. I've been through this before. I will say having been a product foundry, we start brands and businesses for other people. I've seen a lot. And so some things I was like, eh, whatever that happens. But when I sat, I would sit there and I'm like, okay, now I'm alone in my apartment. Now we can't go to stores and now we can't distribute 
to stores. We can't, we couldn't even, we had meetings with investors, could not have those anymore. All the people that we were gonna meet, it was just, and then I had to figure out how to ship my drinks, which wasn't actually originally the plan. I'd always known we were gonna ship some of them, but it wasn't gonna be 100% of our mm -hmm. business. And like, when they say pivot, <laughs> I, but I was like, I don't even know if the word pivot is right. It was like, it's just, we're dancing here. It's just, I would just have to tap dance until it's over. And I would say it didn't even calm down until maybe this year. Um, wow. You know, so, so like that experience at the very beginning, you can't hold on too tightly to, I couldn't hold on too tightly to anything. The world was changing around me. And though I know we'd built this beautiful, amazing thing and we found some really cool people who cared about it, it was really tough to stay on point. I think that one of the great things about your story is that you've been able to make lemons. You've been able to make lemonade out of lemons. We say yuzu. We say yuzu lemonade. Yuzu. <laughs> yuzu's been great yuzu lemonade, and that's what I love about you. And when it's both, because I remember you're saying it's, it was both work and personal life that was so tough. So what do you, because I really identify with that period in your life. It happened to me about, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. The food truck had just failed. My whole identity gone overnight. Yeah. Like, you lose your baby overnight. And I just had a big breakup <clears throat> with both my business partner and my boyfriend of many years. And so, and I was just starting dating again. How do you, how do you get through that? Like, how did you get through that? That's a good question. I know that I had trouble getting out of bed at that point. Yes. Um, yeah, I know her. I luckily, yeah, I luckily just had started dating my current husband. So he was a great support system. Oh, We're doing long distance. So it wasn't the best period of my life. Actually, I would say it was one of the hardest periods of my life. Like, how did you deal with Were you similar to me where you just had trouble getting out of bed? Oh my God, it was a trouble with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I also have ADHD and that's mm -hmm. a real thing. And that is something I had to learn to manage really well over wow. these. I mean, especially having no schedule, no routine, everything falling and flying at you. Part of it made me really good at dealing with stuff just like that. But part of it also made me realize how much I need to manage so that things can go well. Um, but when I, you know, I, I haven't really told this story to anybody, but I call it the best worst day. And it, it was the best worst day. So that morning, I, like, so something happened between us and the super big food and beverage company. And I learned about something they'd launched that morning. And I put up these posts. I like just on my little teeny Instagram, there were we had maybe like 1200 followers at the time. And I was like this. And I was also going through a really rough moment with my ex-husband. And, and then at the same time, I had just moved out of my, we call it my like bachelorette pad. I swear if I die, you will find me there. That's where I'm going to be haunting. It was my favorite place in the world. So you have just moved out of the bachelorette. Yeah, I cried super hard. Like it, it was literally. It was almost like you, did you feel like you were going backwards a little bit? Oh my God, yes. It was just not, it was not it was okay. It's COVID too. Yeah, it's COVID, it's March, it's all of these, it's, all of these things, not March, but it was just about, I had just moved out. So maybe it was like the beginning of April. And I was like, I don't even, I had to borrow a car. Like I gave up a lot. I made a lot of sacrifices because I was like, okay. Both personal and business yeah. falling apart. Yeah. Right. So everything's falling apart. And I was like, yo, maybe we need, me and my husband, we need to talk. We went to, we went, we had, we were like, okay, let's go to couples therapy and work on this. And so that morning I sent out those Instagram stories. And then I went to therapy. I got out of therapy and I was like, we had decided to get divorced. Mm. And then I checked All my- All the same day. And then I checked my phone. And we'd Absolutely. gained, by the end of that weekend, we'd gained 16,000 followers. We had more than a for thousand- company Droplet. Yes, for Droplet. We had more than a thousand orders. And 
I like it was a really rough roller coaster. And I remember having to drive to where we were shipping past my old house, past my old apartment. You can see it from the street. And I just like bawled. I was like, what happened? You know what I mean? This morning, my life wasn't like this. And now there's so much stuff to deal with. And I just, you know, credit to my, my, my ex-husband. He was like, we're just, this is what I'm here for. We're going to get through this. Amazing. You know what I mean? Still willing to help you despite you guys oh, yeah. divorced. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. You marry I married a good person. So so that that was super supportive, but it was still so much. And it was a legal issue. It was a financing issue because now we had over a hundred thousand orders, like that we had to like oh, hundred thousand dollars worth of orders one, to do. Uh, social media posts. Oh yeah. It was incredible. But do you see what I mean? It's a silver lining. Like you have to let the good in with the bad sometimes. With every bad thing, there's something good that happens. Yes. Like it's never all just roses. Yeah. And so that was an ordeal. Like, you know, to, I like having no time to, because we were so small. We were shipping out of the back of Wanderlust Creamery. Wow. She was super supportive at the, when we started this, she created our, she's like Adrian created our flavors with me and was a, she's an advisor at the company. And she was like, Hey, we ship ice cream. We know we need to ship droplet. We shipped it out of there. Thousands and thousands of packages out of there. There's so many, it was actually so fun. But like I'm saying, if I, I, I that day was so wild. And nothing could have prepared you for that. Nothing. And it was like, there was just so much that, that wasn't there before. The things I hadn't dealt with yet. And I people I had to show up for and people I had to lead while still being like, what is going on in my personal life? All of this. But yeah, that was, that's what I call my best worst day. How did you get the strength to lead that day? Despite having, just finding out that you would have to divorce, despite not knowing if your brand would be successful. Like, how did you show up? How did you still show up? It started with a hug from my brother. He actually, before any, he didn't know, everything. for me especially, we're just aggressively supportive. And what, he, I was supposed to have coffee with him like after therapy, just because we were close by. He's like, oh, I have something. And after that, I remember he came up to me and I was honestly shaking already. And he was like, are you okay? And he, I couldn't, I didn't even know which thing to tell him about. Where it's like, so many things it's like, hey, we're getting, I, falling yeah, or I'm like, I think we're in a lawsuit. And also, I think I'm getting hundreds of orders. And also, by the way, just five minutes ago, I decided to get divorced. And my brother, I literally was like, which words come out first? And my brother just gave me a hug and was like, all right, what do we need to do? My family showed up. Adrian and the whole entire Wanderlust family showed up. Talia, who was helping us at the time, just were like, let's go. We're in the mode. And that was, that's how I did it. And also at the same time, we're like packing all these boxes, doing all these legal calls. And then at night I would just be like, oh, this is one of my, you know? Yeah, like, realizing that your whole personal life has shifted. And yeah, so that was really like, where did I, where could I do? I couldn't have done it without help. I couldn't have done it without those people who also saw what needed to happen and also leaders on their own. Like that was super special and one of the defining moments of this brand. It's amazing. I know that you mentioned astrology is really big for you. <laughs> yeah. So do you regularly go to astrologists to find out this future? Yeah. It's funny. I was like, my, my English is a second language parents named me Celeste, which literally means like of the heavens and the stars, oh, um, celestial objects. And I've always loved astrology and I studied it for a long time, but I, especially, especially when things are just not going your way, it's really comforting to find order in something that people, yeah. 
and something that people have found order in for since the beginning of time. Mm. So for me, I, I approached it very scientifically. I like lots of data. I like empirical evidence. And it's, if you want to talk about astrology, that for me was actually a Jupiter moment, expansion, abundance, lots of opportunities. But Jupiter isn't like a gatekeeper. He's not a bouncer. Mm. He's not like here, only the good stuff. It was like, here, you're going to deal with a lot, but you're always like, it's going to bring you opportunity. And if I could show you exactly zero, de zero degrees of a, just when they say the stars align, they do. And that's honestly, it's been super helpful for me. Like I, there's a lot of things as a self-care company that I started it so that I couldn't burn myself out because it would be so off brand for me to be like, let's work nighttime. Let's work all like weekends. Let's also not care about each other. Like literally any mode of thing that can, things that could potentially be called self-care, I'm willing to explore. And so for me, it's a big part of my own routine. So how have you created that and worked that into your current lifestyle? That, that um, I know, I, I hate asking this question, work-life balance. Women love to ask it to each other. I get to ask all the time yeah. because I have two little ones. Yeah. What's your ideal work-life balance? I do still have to ask. Yeah, I wasn't so good at that before. And that's part of why Droplet was so important. I wasn't good at that before. And when I was super stressed out, like I was drinking like seven cups of coffee. I, God, I ended up pre-diabetic because my diet was so bad. I was just like, okay, whatever I can eat on my way home, that's what I'm eating. And yeah, because like fast food. Yeah. And I like, again, it's so hard when you're super passionate about your work. It's really easy to forget all the basics. Just let yourself go. Yeah. And that's part of why Droplet had to become a thing. I learned about these adaptogens in one of my lowest points in my life. And was like, wow, they really helped me. That low point in your life, was that the worst bad? Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> no, wait, but Droplet was already created that time. Droplet wasn't, my other worst bad, my other best worst. It's so funny. It's like, it's we okay. More best worst yeah. Days. Had that day. Everyone who's watching this right now, I'm sure as an entrepreneur, you've had those yeah. days. It's funny because it's just, uh, there are days where I'm like, this is really happening. Can we really deal with more? This is so rude. I literally sometimes like, universe. <laughs> sometimes you just have to say, you're like, man, universe, why are you doing this to me right now? Yeah. This the, is the way it is. I guess I'll just freaking deal with it. Yeah. Right now. There's that Cardi B meme where she's like, what is the reason? That's literally my mantra, <laughs> like sometimes. But this is actually before, right when I, right before I started Droplet. So that year I'd gotten married. We had a beautiful wedding. And at the same time, like that was the same time that I had those clients that were disputing oh payments. So it's already starting there. Yeah. The yes. Starting there, the difficulties. And then at the same time, like, okay, now it's, we need to do this. I was physically unhealthy and it was really obvious when I would go to the hospital a lot. And oh, that's hospital for what? just like palpitations. Like just, I just, you knew there was something up. Yes. I was fainting all the time and like, there was just so was this both work and personal life? You think it was kept time? I think it was mostly work stress. Mm -hmm. I'm very attached to my work. Do you know what I mean? That's a big part of our identity. Yes. When you're an entrepreneur, it's everything. Yes. So as a creator, there isn't putting things down. If things aren't going well, especially for me, getting paid is a big, big like point of I don't know. There's just so much that is triggering about it because yeah. as a freelancer, a basically career freelancer, and then also having the bearing the responsibility of also having to pay the people who created these things. Yeah. Like that for me was just, I could not sleep at night. There's so many things now I realize were stress related. And so when I realized my parents are, they are so cool. They are both doctors. They're both in the medical field. They actually studied a lot of organics and like, and, and also just eco 
allergens way back when, before it was cool. And so when I was like, I just keep going to the hospital, they're like, you actually need to manage your stress. And you, you don't really want to hear that from a doctor. You want yeah. to be like, what's wrong with me actually? Yeah, not like it's on you. It's, yeah. oh, something happened to me, but it's not my fault. Yeah, where it's, okay, is it the sickness? Is it this, yeah. what am I dealing with here? And it's, they're like, this is all stress-related. If you manage that, then like we can do something about it. And there are things about Filipino cuisine. And I would, I don't, I don't even know, just in terms of like herbal folklore, herbal medicine, mm -hmm. that just those remedies were like brought back to me through my parents. And I, and that's honestly how I jumped back into like, adaptogens and the herbs and botanicals that tons of cultures have been using to eat your to eat your health into a good place. And so that's actually why I started Droplet because, Amazing. yeah. So it kind of manifested and was created yeah. out of those moments when you kept going back to the hospital and realizing you need to quit that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's really, it was something that was so, like when I say life-changing, like, that's how life-changing it was. I was like, you know what? I don't care about that six figure whatever like that doesn't matter to me anymore that's money that i like that's proof that i can do what i do and i like as much as i need to be paid and need to be rewarded for what i the value i created i can do that for myself now mm. and this is what i believe it needs to be so when i say the the process of us designing producing making the recipes for droplet was such a short process it's because it was like we just it was something that was given to us to create for this world. Like it's all the ideas just made sense. It took maybe weeks and wow. yeah, I would say it took two weeks to get the design together Amazing. and maybe we had to wait because Adrian, who is our food scientist, she had actually just had twins. Wow. Yeah. She had a one year old and twins. And so we had to wait for her to acclimate and, and then we had to wait for the line and the entire process took just a couple months. And that's what, like, I just felt like it had to exist. There was something in destiny had, and fate about yeah, it. it just felt right. Yeah. That's amazing. And I remember you saying that when you graduated from college, it was very similar where it just, the path was just clear that you needed to become an entrepreneur. Yeah. Because you had sent out how many resumes? Hundreds. Hundreds. There are still times, especially even up to this point, like, I think we grew up in a society where get, having an employer is so validating. It validates the where you went to school, the work you did, your expertise. When I couldn't get a job in one of the worst job climates ever in history, I had to really understand that it wasn't me. I had to really understand that it wasn't me, that it was like that I didn't need permission to be able to do all these things that I knew I was capable of. And so as I realized like, hey, as many resumes as I send out, as many interviews as I go on and like not a fit. There are all these other things that I am getting opportunities to just do. And why don't I just do that? And that led me to a lot of cool things. I, you know, we have this foodie background, you and I, yes. I was giving food tours of Los Angeles and that, I remember that. yeah, yes. see, and I remember finding you in your truck. It was hot that day in little Tokyo, <laughs> in little Tokyo. And I was just like, and that's, that was just that time where social media started to become really important. And, and they had all these opportunities on this side. And that led me to becoming a food tour like a food and travel host and all relevant experience, but it wasn't the experience I thought I was gonna have. And I, it's, I think I look at it now and it's where do you get your validation from? Is it from others or is it from you? And for me, the, hey, somebody please hire me. That was like me needing validation from others when I had it here, I had all of this here and I just needed to recognize it. Yeah, I think part of it is really just the journey. Totally.
Yeah. And it's been so cool to see you over the years. It's <laughs> this really great path. It's been, Steve, like you, we talked about this recently where it's Steve Jobs says the dots don't connect going forward. But when you look back, they, that's when they do. Yes. Sometimes I almost feel like I'm lost a little bit. Like, okay, where am I going next? Especially right after I had my first and then second kid, I was like, what am I doing with my life? Where is it going? But then once I came up for air a little bit, I was like, oh, okay, this is the path I'm on. Okay. It looks like maybe I should take a left up here. Yeah. It's interesting. And then when you look back, you're like, oh, okay. It did all make sense. Hindsight's 2020. And I so appreciate it now. I think we've started so many different kinds of businesses for others that, like I said, not everything feels like it's a curveball and, and the highs are high and the lows might be low, but it's not life or death anymore yeah. where we, what's cool about every time something goes off, I know that the next time that I like have dealt with that already, or I have the experience to draw from where it's, I know what to do. And so what's cool of the journey. And as you take more steps forward is that you bring all of the stuff you learned with you. Yes. And it just, it's like that confidence. There's just more, you can sit with yourself a little bit and just a little bit prouder, I think. And that's really been as the lessons were hard learned, yeah. but it's been really amazing to be able to use that knowledge. Yeah. I was saying that twenties is for yearning and learning thirties is for earning. So hopefully we're on that path. Seriously. I'm like, these cost are good. Let's go. But yeah, that's really, you win or you learn. And there's nothing is like a sunk cost. And what do you see is next? for your career. I've been enjoying so much seeing your career in both the branding agency and in Droplet yeah. and your self-care, self-care drink. Where do you see that heading in the next couple of years? Uh, next <laughs> Every time somebody asks this question, I'm just like, okay. And the goal is Willy Wonka meets nerdy Beyonce. That's what the goal is. I honestly, just being able to create brands has really been me channeling all of these things that I think are the skills the skill sets, the energy, the passion. Like I love being able to find cool things to share with others and figuring out the sweet spot and product market fit. And, yeah. and I think that this is just number one. You know what I mean? Droplet's just the first one for me and, and opportunities that come our way. That's where like you, the goal is to be a product boundary. Awesome. If people want to learn more about Droplet and how to try that. Yeah. What would they do? And I remember you provided a coupon code. Yes. Well. Yes. It's drinkdroplet.com and you can find us on Instagram at drinkdroplet, TikTok also. And the code for the Asian hustle network slash family is Asian hustle network. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you so much for listening today and looking forward to connecting with you on our next episode. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe to the show. We would like to get to the top 10 on iTunes, so be sure to leave us a five-star review. We release an episode every single Wednesday, so stay tuned. Thank you guys so much.